And as long as I'm quoting people, Oswald Chambers says, a man never knows joy until he gets rightly related to God. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Mebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. And you know, Thanksgiving is just around the corner. And so I had this little story, but I couldn't use it until November. So here you go. One November day, an elderly man in Phoenix calls his son in New York City, and he says, I hate to ruin your day, but I have to tell you that your mother and I are getting a divorce. Forty-five years of misery is enough. Pop, what are you talking about, screams the son, completely in shock. Well, we can't stand the sight of each other any longer, and I'm just sick of talking about it. So you call your sister in Chicago and tell her. So frantic, the son calls his sister, who explodes over the phone. There's just no way we're letting them split up, she shouts. I'll take care of this. So she calls Phoenix, and she yells at her father. You are not getting divorced. Don't you do a single thing until I get there. I'm calling my brother back, and we'll both be there tomorrow. Back in Phoenix, the old man hangs up the phone, and with a twinkle in his eye, turns to his wife of 45 years and says... It worked. They'll both be home for Thanksgiving. (laughs) Well, sometimes us parents, we have to be sneaky. Well, did you know that one of the the most powerful benefits to being a Christian is when we discover the joy of giving? And every Christian can make this discovery by understanding and executing a few simple simple steps in their life. I remember years ago, on one of my early trips to China, I had traveled hundreds of miles deep into a poor rural area, and I was just getting weary of the many scenes of poverty and just bad road. And then all of a sudden, we came upon this small village, and there was the most beautiful lake I had ever seen. It was crystal clear with lush greenery around it. And since I didn't have a camera, all I could think of was how much I wish Dana could see this. Even though I knew there were millions of Chinese that were aware of this place, to me, it was a discovery. It was an amazing discovery. Well, this is what it's like for all of us when we discover the joy that comes from giving. And to make this discovery, we first have to understand the meaning of obedience. You see, obedience is expected and respected. The word says that it's better to obey than to sacrifice. And that means that obeying ranks higher with the Lord than sacrificing something for him. That scripture, that it's better to obey than sacrifice, that came from the story about how King Saul disobeyed God by not destroying the livestock of his conquered enemy. Even though... He intended to sacrifice it to the Lord. Well, God made it clear right then that obedience was far more important to him than the offering 
that he planned. And he basically fired Saul from, because of it. Went looking for a new king. Well, Dr. Ed Cole used to say this about it. He said, obedience is better than sacrifice because you can't make up with sacrifice what you will lose from disobedience. And that's exactly what happened to King Saul. And as long as I'm quoting people, Oswald Chambers says, a man never knows joy until he gets rightly related to God. So our search for joy in our life begins with obeying God. And if obedience is the first prerequisite to finding joy, and by the way, tithing is an act of obedience as well as worship, then the next prerequisite is understanding that giving or sacrifice brings us to another level of fellowship with God. And here is where the Lord gives us a joy that is unexplainable and unspeakable. And this kind of joy comes when sacrifice doesn't seem like it. When we reach this place, this new level of fellowship where we're being obedient and when we're, when we're giving from the heart, we truly have the joy of the Lord. And the Word says that the, the joy of the Lord is our strength. What an amazing promise. The more of this kind of joy that we have, the stronger we become. My prayer for all of us today is that we would all discover the joy of the Lord through the joy of giving. And be reminded that Jesus wants nothing more for all of us than to experience joy in our lives. Just listen to what his words were about it. These things have I spoken to you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. We may not all see ourselves as salesmen, but as followers of Christ, we have to care about the message that we put out to the world. Coming up next, if you're a child of God, you know what an amazing gift you have. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. And now, back to On the Bright Side, as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. Okay, I'm going to do something a little different today. Instead of doing what I usually do, I'm going to do something I'm much more qualified to do. I want to have a sales meeting with you people. Is that okay? So if this is a sales meeting, I would normally start off with a joke. Here you go. A neatly dressed salesman stopped a man on the street and said, Sir, would you like to buy a bottle of this mouthwash for $100? Aghast, the man said, Are you nuts? That's robbery. You must be crazy. Go away. The salesman reaches into his briefcase, pulls out two brownies and starts eating one of them, and he tells the irate guy, Look, sir, I'm sorry I've upset you. Please accept this brownie since I've annoyed you so much, well, unwrapping the brownie, the guy takes a bite, then suddenly he spits it out and says, hey, 
This brownie tastes like garbage. Really, replied the salesman. Would you like to buy some mouthwash? That's a sales joke. You know, as a rule, salespeople get a bad rap. I mean, we've all had bad experiences with salespeople, even those of us who make a living in sales. But I contend that us salespeople are just misunderstood. You know, the art of selling has been around since the beginning of time. Because the first decent sales pitch had to be in the Garden of Eden when the serpent made a good presentation to Eve on eating the forbidden fruit. And then Eve did a pretty good job selling Adam on this really bad idea. So selling has always been around, and you can learn a lot about life by learning how to sell. Now, I've always said that the best salesmen in the world are little girls. How many fathers know that I'm telling the truth? It goes like this. Your little girl comes in, she says, Hi, Daddy. Daddy, you know I love you. Daddy, you're the best daddy in the world. Daddy, can I have this little purse? It's only $40. I love this purse. Ten seconds later, the store's ringing up the purse. You don't know what happened, but what happened was you just got sold by an expert. <laughs> you know, in the business that we're in, we understand how important selling is, for sure. In fact, we have a saying that nothing happens until somebody sells something. And when you think about it, there's a lot of truth in that statement. In fact, selling is one thing that we all have in common because whether we realize it or not we're all selling something one way or the other every day as you live and you work you are selling a brand of your own that says something to everyone you come in contact with you see your clothes your body language your speech your actions are sending messages that people immediately make assumptions about you they develop perceptions about you. They draw conclusions about you. They want to know what... They, they, they figure out what you're about and what's important to you. Whether you know it or not or whether you're trying to or not, you're selling you to the world. So the question is, what are you good... What are you selling? And are you any good at it? Well, let me tell you. If you're a Christian, then those you come in contact with every day should know it. And you only have to review the key characteristics that all great salespeople have in common in order to get better at sharing Christ with the world. Did you know that all great salespeople believe in the product they're selling? All great salespeople become an expert on their product. All great salespeople know that people have to trust them before they'll buy anything. 
All great salespeople have a consistent message backed up with the truth and a guarantee. And all great salespeople have a passion for closing the sale. And every time a great salesperson makes a sale, what he wants more than anything is to do it all over again. You know, we, we may not all see ourselves as salesmen. But as followers of Christ, we have to care about the message that we put out to the world. The Apostle Paul said, I pray that you may be active in sharing your faith. Jesus said, go, make disciples of all nations. So it's no surprise, to me, any, to me anyway, that all those characteristics of great salesmen are the same traits that Christ displayed in bringing his message of love, life, and hope to the world. So do you know what you're selling today? If you're a child of God, you know what an amazing gift you have. Are you doing your best to share it with someone? Well, if you want to do it better, all you have to do is look at how Christ did it because he showed us how while at the same time teaching every great salesperson the best way to sell. I think that was the strangest sales meeting I've ever had. Right there. Have you ever made a decision and later regretted it? Well, stay tuned and be encouraged to learn that your bad decisions don't have to be the end of you. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Attention small business owners. If you operate a retail business and are looking for great selling products with high margins, consider becoming a Nebo dealer. Nebo was founded by Christian business owners Bob and Glenn Bollinger and is the leading brand for independent retailers everywhere. Here's why. Nebo partners with retailers to maximize valuable counter space, a constant stream of new innovative lights, incredible impulse displays, and an industry-only buyback guarantee, which means Nebo will buy back your inventory in the unlikely event it doesn't sell. So if you own a retail business of any type, become a Nebo dealer and start turning profits like never before. Receive a free no-obligation sample of a great Nebo light and see for yourself. That's right. Get a free Nebo light and a Nebo catalog. To get your free flashlight and catalog, go to NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. That's NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. I want to share for a minute about making good decisions. Now, uh, I believe that all of our important decisions have a chance for glory or they don't. And to explain what I mean, I first have to tell you about a bad decision that I once made. Now, when I was a boy, I played football. And we had a pretty good team. And in the last game of the season, uh, we were marching down the field with just a few minutes left in the game. Uh, now, I played quarterback. And because we had a two-touchdown lead, the coach called timeout, and he called me over. And he said, uh, okay, Bollinger, just keep the ball on the ground and run the clock out and don't screw it up. I said, okay, coach, <clears throat> and I went back to the huddle. 
And when I got back to the huddle to call the play, our wide receiver, which was a boy named Chucky, and he looked at me and he said, Bobby, this is the last play of the season. It's the last play I'll ever have on this team because of my age, and I, I know I can get open. It's my last chance to make a touchdown. You've got to throw me a pass. So I looked over at the coach, and he was doing this. And I looked back at Chucky and his pleading eyes, and I made a decision. And I called a pass play into the end zone. So when I took the snap from center, immediately I was facing this blitz of rushers. And so I was running for my life. And right before I was hit, I just heaved the ball to the corner of the end zone where Chucky was supposed to be. And laying on the ground, out of the corner of my eye, I saw a little defensive back for the other team intercept the pass and begin running the other way down the field. And all I was thinking right then was, this is not good. So I managed to jump up and go after him, and I was determined to stop this disaster in the making. And I actually had a shot at tackling him around the 50-yard line, but when I dived to tackle him, not only did I miss him, but he stepped on my hand and he broke my thumb as he kept running to score a 109-yard touchdown. It hurts to talk about it. It really does. Later, I learned it was the national record for the longest touchdown in our state. Uh, Well, okay. Now, can we just all agree that I made a bad decision? And is it any wonder? I mean, first, I undermined my coach, which was my authority. I took an unnecessary risk. And then I had to live with the humiliation and consequences of my decision. My broken thumb was one of them. But the thing is, my decision never had a chance for glory because I made it for all the wrong reasons. And the Word of God is full of stories of people making bad decisions. You just take Jonah, for instance. Now, the Lord gave Jonah a mission. Go to Nineveh, preach to the heathens there. But it didn't make sense to Jonah To go to Nineveh, it was a bad and dangerous place, so instead, he makes a decision, and he takes a cruise instead. But God wasn't through with Jonah. Now, how many know our bad decisions doesn't alter what God intends to do with us? Because the Word says, my purpose will stand, and I will do all that I please. Well, you know the story, Jonah's shipwrecks, he gets swallowed by a whale, And I figured that just about the time Jonah sees the teeth of that whale, he was thinking, this is not good. You see, when Jonah decided on his own not to go to Nineveh, his decision never had a chance for glory. Well, thankfully for Jonah and for me, our bad decisions don't have to be the end of us. They can bring us to a place of repentance and restoration because of the amazing grace of God. Like when Peter denied the Lord three times, the decision he made didn't have a chance for glory, but because of God's grace and Christ's love, Peter learned from his bad decision and was restored and overcame his mistakes.
every important decision either has a chance for glory or it doesn't. And when we make them impulsively or selfishly or to satisfy our lust or our ego, those decisions never have a chance. It's kind of like when King David decided he had to have Bathsheba. That decision never had a chance for glory. But when we're faced with making an important decision in our life, and we pray for wisdom, and the outcome that we're seeking in our decision-making is to bring honor and integrity to the situation, then that decision always has a chance for glory. Not our glory, but his. I'm telling you all this because we're all going to make some bad decisions. And maybe, like me, You've made some recently. But I want you to know that God is faithful. And if we'll trust him, he'll always be there for you in your bad decisions. The word says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he, listen to this, will make your way straight. It says, he will make your way straight. That means he knows our way needs straightening out. Our way is not straight. And our own decision making is one of the reasons that our way gets crooked. But if when, when we are wrestling with making a decision, we say, Lord, does this way have a chance for glory? Then I believe he will guide our thinking. And honor our sincerity. And not only will our path be straight, but we'll begin to understand this passage of the scripture in Isaiah where it says, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. And then everything you do will have a chance for glory. And something good will happen. In Jesus' name. You have been listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today. 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197 or bobby at onthebrightside.org. 847-312-8197 or bobby at onthebrightside.org. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace grace. Embrace grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com. 
or call 817-755-8484.